gentlemen, welcome to episode number 114 of the Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And uh, we've got a show for you today. Yeah, we do. It's jam-packed. I'd say so. I have so many stuff. tabs open on my computer right now. Um, I've never seen so many tabs yeah. at once. But before we get into that, we do want to thank our delicious, in the Beverly Goldberg sense, <laughs> delicious, attractive, and uh, great personality sponsor, Getaway Today. <laughs> Absolutely. It kills me the things you come up with to describe <laughs> Getaway Today. Um, I just cycle through. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it works. <laughs> great personality that, that one really <laughs> got me today. Anyway, um, there's a new land in Disneyland. What? Star Wars land, Galaxy's Edge, whatever you want to call it. Batu. Batu. As Sean would say. Um, it's open. And if you want to go see it, uh, and it's not before, or and it is before June 23rd or oh. 24th, yeah. then you're going to need a reservation, <laughs> which means you need to book at the Disneyland um, centric hotels, the property resorts, you'll be able to get a guaranteed reservation that way. And you can do that through getaway today. If you're going to book after the 23rd, then you can book anywhere oh, and yeah. just go see Batu. I'm kind of, uh, interested to see what the crowds are like after the reservation period. <laughs> That's what I'm really curious for too. Cause they still have the, uh, virtual queue. Yeah. But, yeah. But when people can just flood in. <laughs> yeah. I guess not really flood in. It is a virtual queue yeah. still. So they are managing Crowds. the amount of people in the land. So maybe it will still stay the same. We'll we'll have to see what happens. But if you want to book that vacation, make sure you do so with Get Away Today. And when you do, make sure you let them know about our promo code. It's Main Street 10. That's all lowercase, the number one zero. It's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So Sean here, when he goes Yay. for Star Wars <laughs> land, he cannot use this promo code because it's not two nights or more. He's just going, just going for a day <laughs> just to go experience Batu. Batu, but it's the most expensive uh, day pass I've ever purchased oh, in I'm my sure life. Oh, I'm sure it is. So. I don't doubt that for a <laughs> second. Um, but anyway, visit www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And if you give them a call, just let them know where it on the Main Street sent you. Yep. Uh, that should work the same as the promo code. Or you could just give them the promo code just to be safe. Yeah, that. Or uh, we have links on our social media mm-hmm. that go directly to We have link page. trees. Yes, we do have a link tree. Oh, just a tree. That's on we don't Instagram. have trees. I don't know if the link tree is on It's not a link Twitter. tree forest. It's just one just solitary. Just one, one tree. Like a Christmas tree. Yeah, I should just probably put itself. it on the other uh, social media sites. But on Instagram, if you click the link... In our bio, you can get uh, a link to Getaway Today that automatically lets them know that you're uh, booking through us. How fancy. Um, and that $10 that you save could go towards um, a move juice. Or a tenth of a droid. Or a tenth of a droid. So, there you go. 
Moof juice sounds good, though. Moof juice. I haven't heard anything about moof juice. I've heard all about blue milk and yeah. green milk, but nobody's really talked about any of the other things. I hear the java juice is really good. Really? Uh, I assume moof juice would be good. I it sounds delicious. I kind of wish that I drank alcohol. Me too. <laughs> because I would like to try some of those things, and I would really like to spend the, I think it's $75, on a Rancor Tooth beer flight uh, that, so that cool comes looking. with the tray and the <laughs> cups that you get to keep that are all like rancor teeth what you should do is go with somebody that drinks i should and, and they say hey they pay you 20 bucks or something for yeah. the alcohol and you I'll keep the, keep the thing yeah yeah it's that's really a good awesome. idea i yeah. like that i need to uh, find my drinking friends yeah and there's a drink called the fuzzy tauntaun oh yeah and uh i've been hearing that the foam on top Makes your lips and mouth tingle. And oh. I really want to try that. But uh, I don't drink alcohol. So. Dang religious beliefs. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, let's get away today. Yeah. All right. So this week at the Disneyland Resort, if you're planning on attending, here are the hours. They are awesome and easy to remember. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow, January 13th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 10. Then Friday, June 14th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA 8 to 9, and it's also, I believe, the last grad night. Question mark? I looked, and I didn't see any other grad nights. I think this is it. It would make sense. Yeah. I mean, we're into June. Pretty much the end of June. (laughs) Mid-June. Uh, and then Saturday, June 15th through Wednesday, June 19th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12 with DCA 8 to 10. So it's basically 8 to 12, 8 to 10 besides Friday, which is also grad night. Nice. And those hours are so easy. We're going to skip trivia and see if you can remember what those were. <laughs> Not really. Um, and then the events, you just have Pop-Up Disney going on right now. It is it is for a limited time, so if you want to experience it, do it now. Nope. Um, and then, obviously, the grad night is happening. Other than that, really no events. Uh, and then closures. Nothing is closed at Disneyland. And the red car trolley is the only thing closed in California. What a time to be Adventure. at the park. I know. What a time. It's crazy. So uh, enjoy if you are there. Um, But yeah, that is it for this week at the Disneyland Resort. So now we will head on over to this corner right here where Brian will be doing trivia. Bum, bum, bum. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is trivia time. yippee Kaye. So hopefully you guys have been studying up on your Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Batu knowledge. I know I have. Um, and I specifically <laughs> on Smuggler's Run. The question from last week was, what are the three different quote-unquote jobs you can do while writing on Smuggler's Run in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, and those three positions are pilot, gunner, and engineer. Woo, Congratulations to those of you that got it. There are two of each of these positions. Um, obviously, the pilots. Yeah. That's pretty self-explanatory. Gunners, pretty self-explanatory. Engineers, I didn't think was super self-explanatory, but apparently you're trying to 
of course, smuggle stuff. Yeah. So you got to be the one to kind of pick up the load, I guess. And Yeah, I hear that. And you fix the damage that everybody else is doing to uh-huh. the ship. That would make sense. That would make sense. So you got to so keep it all in one piece. Crazy pilots yeah. are damaging the Falcon. The thing that I think <laughs> is interesting is the two pilots are really needing to work together yeah. to fly this thing. Because one of you is going up and down. The other one is going left and right. So if one pilot screws it up, it totally throws off the other I pilot. feel like you're not having a good time on that ride unless you're yelling at each other. I think so. <laughs> so I, I really want to <laughs> ride this. And especially with my, I, I want to ride it with my oldest son yeah. and have him be the gunner and say, I got him. <laughs> so I can say, great kid. Don't get cocky. <laughs> but uh, I have to be the pilot in order to say oh, that yeah. and have it fit. Even though he was a gunner at the same time <laughs> when he said that. I hope when I write it, I write it with good people. Yeah. Not good as in their great well, You don't want to start off your reputation in galaxy's edge on a bad note i don't i don't care if they're like terrible pilots but i just want them to be fun people yeah i feel like you really got to be able to like get into character and have fun with this (laughs) i'm excited i'm wondering if i should disney bound as han solo you should i think you should (laughs) that one's not that hard no it's not so plus i go by sean solo yeah there you go so (laughs) what can we call sean rapier (laughs) I don't really think we should call him Sean Baca. Chewy. Let's call him Chewy. Just call him Chewy. Okay. <laughs> that works. Hopefully our man on the main street doesn't mind being called Chewy for the day. Um, anyway, let's move on to this week's question, and that is going to be, how many people attended the opening day of Disneyland? Hmm. Interesting. It was more than they had tickets sold for. Interesting. <laughs> Because I think people were, like, climbing fences. and That's crazy. Um, I think they actually may have even sold more than they anticipated on selling. So there were a lot more people there than there were supposed to be. And it was a disaster. It was. <laughs> so, I, I always remember <laughs> Jurassic Park when they're talking about how the dinosaurs were eating everybody. And uh-huh. John Hammond says, well, when Disneyland opened, <laughs> nothing worked. Yeah, yeah, John, but when Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> broke down, the pirates didn't eat the tourists. Of course, that wasn't around during the opening. But, yeah. but Dr. Malcolm doesn't know that, apparently. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Shame on you, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> All right. So, that's, that's it for trivia. That's it. Right? Send so. your uh, answers to me, Brian. That's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, let us... Uh, dive into this week in Disney history. There's a lot of them. Um, I'm going to try and make it short and sweet. I'm going to try and not say anything so you can make (laughs) it short and sweet. Yeah, we like to uh, derail a little bit. I I like to derail. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of like to, too. Well, I'm going to try and not to. All right. Starting today, June 12th, 1922, Disney legend Frank Fulton Burley was born. Um, he was a performer in the Golden Horseshoe Review, and he appeared from 1962 until the show's final performance in 1986. Um, and then he was also the voice of Michael in the Tiki Room, which is the Irish parrot. 
So, and if I remember right, before Fulton Burley was in the Golden Horseshoe Review, it was actually Donald Novus. Yeah, Donald Novus was the one that sang "Love Is a Song" from Bambi. Yeah, they had a lot of cool people performing in the park. They did. <laughs> Wally, I would have loved to have seen Wally Boat right? perform in person. That would have been awesome. I feel like he's kind of like mannered. Yeah, if you encountered him like in person. Maynard is awesome. Maynard's the best. Do you I guys ever him. get a chance? Love that guy. I think you can go to Town Hall and ask where where he's, he's at. at for the I've day. I've never done that. But I was pleasantly surprised to have him hosting my Tiki Room experience though one so day, good. and he is awesome on that. <laughs> he's so good in the team. He's good on everything. Yeah. He makes each oh, man. ride that he works just a blast. Oh yeah. When I was see here, I go like <laughs> derailing. That's why I was there for a Halloween party, and he was just like guiding people. And he was hilarious. Yeah. He's a funny guy. I took a picture with him, and he, like, made us take a ton of different pictures. He had to check every one to make yeah. sure it looked good. But, he's funny. Uh, he's awesome. But uh, 1928, on June 12th, Disney legend and Oscar-winning songwriter Richard Morton Sherman is born. What a great day. <laughs> um so he's obviously the younger of the two uh, Sherman brothers who did a lot of songwriting for Disney. So, uh, 1957, June 12th, uh, the Monsanto House of the Future opens in Tomorrowland. Um, apparently houses in the future are indestructible. Apparently. <laughs> they put the wrecking ball to it and it Boing. bounced off. <laughs> uh, oh, 1959, goodness. songwriter... Slash singer John John Sidney Linnell. I had to put this in here. He's half of They Might Be Giants. Mm. Um, he You're was not born. the boss of me now. <laughs> so in 1959, on June 12th, he was born. Uh, they've actually done a lot for Disney. Um, they did two albums called Here Come the ABCs and Here Come the One Two Threes, which were kids' albums put out by Disney. Um, and then... Most notably, I'll just go with this one, but most notably, they've done the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme song. Oh, that was They Might as Be well Giants? As well as Hot Dog from... That's yeah, cool. So. I didn't know that. Um, 1975, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln returned to Disneyland after being replaced in 1973 with the Walt Disney Story. So, yeah. That's one thing that I will be okay with Lincoln being replaced right. by the Walt Disney Story. <laughs> I'm okay with that. All right, moving on to June 13th in 1953, Tim Allen is born. Uh, he's I had to Good put him in there. Day. Um, I don't put everybody's birthdays on here because there's so many, but I feel like Tim Allen's way up there. Cause he, oh, yeah. He's, I feel like he's been working with Disney for a long uh, time. For, if not Disney, ABC. Yeah, plus he's a Disney legend. Yep. Uh, he was made a Disney legend in 1999, but obviously he's Buzz Lightyear. Um he did Home Improvement, which was on ABC, that which was a, a, a Disney-owned um, network, uh, as well as the Santa Claus films, Jungle to Jungle, if you remember that one. I do. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's done a lot with Disney, and uh, I mean, we have Buzz Lightyear, Astro Blasters, Toy Story Mania, partially thanks to Tim Allen yeah. <laughs> for being a good... I Space feel like, Ranger. I feel like every time you hear Buzz Lightyear, it seems like it is Tim Allen. Yeah. Always. Except like, in Kingdom Hearts 3. 
Yeah, that kind of bugged me a little bit. <laughs> I didn't like the... Why couldn't he have just done... I know they were in the middle of uh, like Toy Story 4, probably, but still. I would have loved to have him on there. I know. Well, um, obviously it wasn't Tom <laughs> Hanks, either. No, it was his brother. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Who actually did the voice of Woody in um, Toy Story Mania. There you go, derailing again. <laughs> June 13th, 2002... Randy Newman was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. What? I just keep waiting for you to do the voice. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. Oh, fine. <laughs> you got it. There it is. <laughs> he can't resist. Um, he can't resist. <laughs> so, yeah, he wrote the music for <laughs> Toy Story. He also wrote the music for one of my favorite movies, Princess and the Frog. So... Um, and then in 2012, on June 13th, a expanded, well, sorry, unexpanded, not a expanded, sorry, <laughs> and spruced up Carnation Cafe debuted on Main Street in Disneyland. So, boom shakalaka. Uh, on to June 14th, 19, uh, sorry, 1895, uh, Cliff wow, Edwards. we're going way back. <laughs> okay. But Cliff Edwards is kind of a big one, I feel like. Uh, he was the voice of Jiminy Cricket uh, in Pinocchio. And Jim Crow. And Jim Crow in Dumbo. Because we're not going to forget about that <laughs> scene. Uh, uh, I won't talk about that, but there's a really good article on that scene by Floyd uh, Norman, Floyd Norman mm-hmm. on his website. So go look for it. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, Cliff Edwards was born. So uh, 1958... Disneyland's Columbia ship opens on the rivers of America, and uh, it was a full-scale version of the first ship to carry an American flag around the world. I was like the original narration for that, because the guy that was like doing it, he would always say a full-size replica. A <laughs> replica. Um, yeah, so I'll just go with that. Uh, it cost $300,000 to build, and... Uh, Fowler's Harbor also opened that day, which is... Ooh, that's convenient. ...over by the... What's it called? The galley. Harbor galley. Harbor galley. Um, it was actually named after Admiral Joseph Fowler, who helped build Disneyland. So, awesome. All right, 1958 on June 14th. Woohoo! This is a big day. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, this is also a big day. But uh, 1958... Alice in Wonderland debuts in Fantasyland, which is a great ride, especially with the updates. Yeah. Um, now, now, a year later was an even bigger day. Yes. In 1959, on June 14th, there were three major attractions that were christened at Disneyland. So the first one was the monorail system uh, at Disneyland, which was actually the first urban monorail system in the United States. Boom. Nice. Pretty crazy. One of my favorite things about that is they had, uh, at the time, Vice President Nixon yes. there and his family to cut the ribbon. Yeah. And they had the big scissors and everything. <laughs> and they kept <laughs> clipping and clipping and it, and it would not cut. And eventually Walt just tore it because he was tired of the scissors not working. Oh, that's fun. Um, but yeah, so that's a big one, monorail. It's been there f- since... It's this day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, also the Matterhorn bobsleds opened 
and it was actually modeled after the Matterhorn in the Swiss Alps. Um, it was the first roller coaster to use cylindrical rails, which is kind of cool. Uh, so any of those tubular coasters, you can give thanks to the Matterhorn for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And thanks to Bob Gurr for helping Bob design Gurr. that. Yes. He still won't ride it. <laughs> That's comforting. <laughs> not, not for that yeah, fact, no. just because of the fact that it's so rough. Yeah. Um, and he's still alive. Yeah, he is. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'd like Fingers to go on his uh, that tour. Fan X is getting him to come. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, also, the submarine voyage ride is officially dedicated on this day. Um, uh, what was I going to say about this? I forget. But uh, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> uh, and then 2004 on June 14th. The Disneyland monorail system is rededicated and honored for its achievement in the world of modern transportation on its 45th anniversary, which is pretty cool. Uh, June 15th in 1917, set designer, art director, and Disney legend Bill Martin is born. Uh, He helped Walt create Sleeping Beauty's Castle, Snow White Adventures, and Peter Pan's Flight, so have him to thank for some of that. Some iconic attractions. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1957, June 15th, Don DeFore's Silver Banjo Barbecue Restaurant opened in Frontierland. Uh, He opened it with his brother, Vern. Apparently, it was named after a silver banjo they were given to from their father. Yep. Um, And it was actually the only restaurant in Disneyland that was named after, like, a real person. Yeah. So, anyway, fun fact. I, I actually have that written down. But. There's a <laughs> recipe for their barbecue sauce in the back of the Eat Like Walt Ooh. book, and I want to try making it one day. That would be good. Uh, 1967, on June 15th, Club 33 opened at 33 Royal Street in New Orleans Square. Knowledge. And I still haven't been. It's been open that mm, long. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably never will, but I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Uh so, 1973, June 15th, Neil Patrick Harris is born. Hey, um, I wanted to include him because he's a huge, huge Disney fan. Yep. Um, he's and a big enough fan that they've let him do voices for stuff. I had no idea until I read this that he was that voice. Oh, really? Yeah. So You he didn't did, know that? He did the voice in California Screaming, yeah. so he's the one that counted down. Five, four, three, I had two, no one. idea. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then he did do a World of Color show uh, for the 60th. Yeah. I never did get to see that it in person. It was so good. Um, June 16th, 1956, uh, Disneyland debuted Tom Sawyer Island and the rafts to Tom Sawyer, um, as well as the... 3D Jamboree at the Mickey Mouse Club Theater, and Storybook Land Canal Boats all opened in 1956. Uh, I found this quote by Walt Disney about Tom Sawyer Island that I really liked. Uh, He said, everything on the island is free. You only need a ticket to get there. I put in all the things I wanted to do as a kid and couldn't, including getting into something without a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) So that was pretty awesome. Uh, I um, love it. He had a good sense of humor, I feel like. Yeah. Um, 1957, the next year, on June 16th, Holiday Land opened at Disneyland, which was a separate 
ticketed area, and it was basically just a place to picnic, play horseshoes. <laughs> and run by who that we talked about last week? Milt. Milt Albright. Yes. Manager um, of the first failed land of Disney. Yeah. So it had playgrounds, horseshoes, a baseball field, a volleyball, a volleyball, volleyball. <laughs> a little, I've uh, never played volleyball, a volleyball court, <laughs> and the world's largest <laughs> candy striped circus tent. So. Oh, Shush. Nineteen sixty-one in uh, sorry June sixteenth, nineteen sixty-one. Walt Disney purchased the film rights to Winnie the Pooh. From Mrs. Daphne Milne, wife of the late author A.A. A. Milne. That's a pretty big uh, thing because you don't think of Winnie the Pooh without Disney these days. So, And Disney wouldn't have thought of Winnie the Pooh without A.A. A. Milne. <laughs> they wouldn't have thought of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. Because A.A. A. Milne created it, so they wouldn't yeah, have thought of it. That's true. Or would they? Maybe they would have. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, 1984, the 3D film Magic Journeys began its two-year run in Disneyland's Tomorrowland. I know it was in Epcot before that, and it was some 3D film. Seeing the world through the eyes of a child. So, pretty cool. Uh, 2016, on June 16th, Shanghai Disneyland opened in Pudong, Shanghai. (laughs) Do they have to get rights from A.A. Milne for that? Pudong? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. You know why Tigger looked in the toilet, right? He was looking for poo. Yep, exactly. There you go, kids. (laughs) There's a good joke for you to tell everybody. (laughs) June 17th, 1971, Valerie Soldo was the 100th millionth guest to enter Disneyland at 11.13 a.m., She's 22 years old, and she got a silver pass, which was good for admission to Disneyland and Disney World for a party of four. Mm. Is that Lifetime? Is that what the silver pass is? I thought so. Isn't that what the employees get? Dang, I want that. I think that's what Thomas Estrada was telling us at Fanex this last time, that it was the hardest thing to leave the company (laughs) because he didn't want to give up his pass. Uh, 1972, the Main Street Electrical Parade kicks off at Disneyland for the very first time. And the floats included Blue Fairy, Casey Jr. Circus Train, Alice in Wonderland, Chinese Dragon, Dumbo's Circus, Cinderella's Ball, It's a Small World, and the American Finale. Oh, look at that. Our trivia answer was correct, <laughs> that Pete's Dragon was not involved when it started. Ba, ba, ba. There was a Chinese dragon instead. Yeah. Then we switched him out for Pete. <laughs> He's a better dragon. <laughs> uh, 2008, June 17th, fireworks, dancing, and parachuting skydivers welcome Toy Story Mania to oh, Disney's wow. California Adventure at Paradise Pier. Were the parachuting skydivers dressed as they Green Army have Men? Been. If they weren't, I'm disappointed. And their parachutes better have looked yeah, like them. Like when they jumped yeah. off of the bucket. And yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then 2016 on June 17th, the revamped Soarin' Flight Simulator rides at Disney California Adventure and Epcot open to guests. And that was the new screens with the new Soarin' Over the World footage. 
Now we just need to talk him into doing one <laughs> on one side and one on the other so you can get World or... Listen up, Disney. California. We've got the ideas. I mean, they are just calling it Soren basically now, aren't they? Right. So why not just have both? Mm-hmm. And you can choose where you want to soar. That'd be awesome. I'll go to the world. <laughs> June 18th. I only have one item. In 1983, the Disneyland Parade Flights of Fantasy, which celebrated the opening of New Fantasyland debuts. It sounded like Sean Connery saying flights. Really? <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like Sean the Connery. Disneyland Parade Flights of Fantasy. <laughs> Not the whole thing, but when you said flights, you flights. had like an accent. All right. Um, that's it for this week at the Disneyland Resort. I'm under 30 minutes. Hey, look at that. (laughs) All right. Before we get into the meat, the heart, the turkey leg of our episode, we do want to let you know how you can support us. You can do so by going to, oh, sorry, first thing, listening to the podcast every week and sharing it with those that also might enjoy it. Second is patreon.com slash word on the main street. That's patreon.com. Slash word on the main street. You can donate your hard-earned cash to us, the creators of this, to help us create more and better episodes for you. You can do so at patreon.com slash word on the main street. You didn't say more better. That would be bad grammar. You more said better. more and better. More and better. Yeah. Um, so you can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like. And it is a monthly donation. You can cancel at any time. We're going to put exclusive content on there eventually. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I have the files. I just got to <laughs> get them finished up. Um, so, yeah, um, that is what that is for, to help improve the show and provide you with more content and better content. All right. And if you want to contact us, there's a couple ways we are on Social media, Instagram at Word on the Main Street. We're on Twitter at W O T Main Street. And we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Word on the Main Street. You can email us. My email is Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. And once again, you can email me at Brian, that's B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. And also, the other way is to call us. Oh, yeah. It goes straight to voicemail. You don't have to talk to what a, a real segue. live what a person. Segue. Um, that phone number is 801-923-2455. And uh, leave us a message. Let us know how your trip went, if you have been recently. Let us know what your favorite crap, probably not crap, but your favorite <laughs> <laughs> stuff is. At Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite food? What's your favorite ride? All the crap in Disneyland is gone. Yeah, that's true. With Superstar Limo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a big pile of it. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, just give us a call. Uh, we recently got a voicemail that we're going to play for you because I really liked this voicemail. It was informative. It was complimentary, which I love. <laughs> Meaning it was free? Meaning they complimented us. Oh. I like to be complimented. 
Um, but yeah, I want to play this voicemail for you. We will all learn something from this voicemail. Oh, okay. Um, but first, I'm going to fulfill a request from this voicemail before oh we play the voicemail. We're giving a shout out. So Francisco, thank you very much for giving us this voicemail. We appreciate it. And we do want to give a shout out to your family, your kids, Elijah, who is nine years old. Hello, Elijah. Hi. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. Uh, You're my new favorite. His daughter, Ariel, which may just be named after the Disney princess. Does she have red hair? I don't know. Well, I need to know these things. I don't know. Maybe Francis. Does she have a mermaid tail? Or has she at one point? Perhaps. Oh, okay. Has she dealt with sea witches to get her legs? I don't know. But she is five years old. She just had her birthday. So happy happy birthday, birthday, Ariel. Ariel. Um, And then, of course, his lovely wife, Sandra. Um, And then Francisco, of course. We we mentioned him at the beginning. Give you guys a shout out. Thank you for leaving such a great voicemail. I haven't heard uh, it yet, but I'm anticipating (laughs) hearing what it says. And thank you for being a loyal listener to the podcast. So here we go. Here is the voicemail from Francisco. Francisco. (laughs) Hey, how's it going, guys? This is uh, Francisco calling from Tucson, Arizona. I'm a big fan of the show. I've been listening for about a year. I don't ever miss an episode. Uh, I just visited Disneyland on the 3rd, 4th, and 5th with my family. And when I was there Sunday, it did close at 6. It was because of a company called XPM had reserved the whole park. And I seen a bunch of people walking around with the XPM badges, and they got to go in the park from 6 till close, and they had their own fireworks show and looked pretty cool. Monday, the park was dead. Tuesday, we went to California Adventure, and it was pretty slow. Uh, Wednesday, it was really slow, and I talked to a cast member, and I asked why it was so slow. And they told me they expected big crowds for uh, Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge opening. They were going to open at 2 in the morning. But when they looked outside, there was less than a couple hundred people, so they couldn't open at 2. Instead, they opened at 5 a.m., and the cast members all had to wait in the back, according to the cast member I talked to, and just waited there for three hours until they opened at 5 because there wasn't enough guests to let them in at 2 a.m. like they were supposed to. Um, it was really fun at Disneyland. We didn't get to do no uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because we didn't make reservations, but the park was slow. We got to go on all the rides at least two or three times. There was never a wait for anything. Um, it was really awesome. I enjoy the show. Keep up the good work. If you want to give a shout-out, I would like to give a shout-out to my kids, Elijah, who's nine, and my daughter, Ariel, who's five. And it's just her birthday. She just turned six. We took her to the Bippity-Boppity. And uh, my wife, Cassandra. My name is Francisco. If you can, give me a shout-out, uh, especially for my kids. And I enjoy the show. You guys keep up the good work. And hopefully that was some good information for you guys have a good day listen to you wednesday oh my gosh sean for shame oh my gosh you said she turned five i thought that's what i had heard i was actually uh ariel i'm sorry sorry. that he messed up your age (laughs) she's six sorry sorry that's a whole year older i know and wiser too yeah happy birthday to you. Yes. Uh, so we'll fix that. Six years old. Yes. 
Um, Sound like he took her to Bippity Boppity Boutique. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Who is XPM I that don't they know. can buy out the park? For like six hours. For, yeah. <laughs> I did a Google search actually while we were oh. listening to that voicemail, and it looks like they are in the Bitcoin cryptocurrency uh, business, which is why they can afford such things, because yes. that kind of took off. Yeah, it did. Um, now I'm questioning myself. Is I he would giving the shout out? Either well, way. Guess what? Either way, you got now a shout out. you got out. two shout outs, because Francisco did it. Yeah. And then we, and did, we did Well, it. I guess we did it, and then Francisco yeah. did it. Sorry, Francisco. <laughs> Sorry if we stole your thunder. <laughs> But, but at least I didn't call your daughter by the wrong age. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. You would think Sean <laughs> hadn't listened to it ahead of time. I know. But anyway. I didn't, so I didn't know. Let us move on. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. To save me from more embarrassment. <laughs> uh, well, we got a few things to cover, too. So let we us. don't want to keep Francisco yeah. and family waiting right. on the new ep- new information. Exactly. But thanks for telling us why it was closed early. Yeah, I'm glad I was to know curious. That. So it was, it was nice to, to finally get that answer and put that mystery yeah. to rest. Bam. And I, I don't know. I was, before we get into everything, uh, his note on Star Wars, what the cast members were talking about. Yeah. That's weird to me that mm-hmm. they didn't get the crowds they were expecting. Yeah. Of course, I wouldn't want to be there at 2 a.m. No. And I'm sure a lot of the people didn't want to either. Uh, but I think people are really throwing Disney for a loop right now because yeah. they were expecting an onslaught. Yeah. And it's not happening. So my theory. Not that Star Wars isn't popular. No. My theory is nobody wants to plan their vacation. I mean, obviously, Francisco went to Disneyland. Obviously, there's a lot of people that are still going. Yeah. But I think a lot of the people that really want to see Galaxy's Edge didn't plan their vacation until after, after reservation period, unless they had a reservation. Yeah. Also, you're, you were able to get reservations without... Having a pass purchased, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if a lot of people got reservations like me in hopes that in I would hopes make they it. could go, um, and then a lot just didn't make it. I don't know. Yeah, um, but I think people are avoiding Disneyland until they can experience Galaxy's Edge. I would. So I would actually avoid it until I can experience all yeah. of Galaxy's Edge. So anyway, that was interesting that they were expecting that many people at 2 a.m. Yeah. Opening day. Didn't nobody didn't showed up. Um, all right, but let Four us Four cast members yeah. that had to <laughs> sit and wait know, for that right? and for didn't three hours. show up. Hopefully they got paid. I hope so. Um, so let us move on to the turkey leg of the episode. Uh, first piece of news. I'm, I really want these. Um, me too. Do uh, they come in a prescription? But I know I probably won't get them because all my money is going to Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, but the Disney parks, at least here in the United States, have exclusive first look at new Ray-Bans featuring Mickey Mouse. So these are Ray-Ban sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, lo- I love the design on them. Uh, it's got Mickey on it, 
on the rims. Well, not rims. What do you call them? The things that... The frame. Is that what you call them? Uh-huh. Some of us wear glasses more than just to look at our computers <laughs> and read with. The thingies that hold the glasses onto your Sean's head. Sean's a newbie when it comes to glasses. <laughs> so That would be uh, the frames. So those have Mickey on them. They look really nice. Uh... And they are currently available at um, the sunglass icon kiosks that are throughout Disneyland. Well, there's one in California Adventure and one in downtown Disney. Uh, And then there's four in uh, Walt Disney World. But they're $243 for adult and $103 for the junior pair. I'm hoping when they expand... To other Sunglass Hut retail locations and on sunglasshut.com, that they're a little bit cheaper. Probably not. Probably not, <laughs> but. I'll I, wait until some go on clearance if yeah. that happens. <laughs> I wish you could get them in a prescription. But uh, you probably can. Yeah, It's once, just for the frames. You probably get lenses. You probably could go and get lenses made for them. That's yeah. a lot for a frame. Jeez. Yeah. Welcome to Ray-Ban. Yeah. Apparently I've never owned a pair of Ray-Ban. <laughs> all right. So we all know that Donald turned 85. If you don't know, you haven't been paying attention to right. our social media. Because uh, so it was all over. June 9th, Donald became an old man at the ripe old age of 85. Um, they released an article on how to celebrate um but I just wanted to go over some of the new stuff. Don't tell me how to celebrate. <laughs> so I obviously know how to celebrate. there's Mickey's Philharmagic, which has Mickey and Donald. Yeah. Uh, they talked about merchandise, which is always there. Nothing special. Uh, Donald's boat going there in Toontown, whatever. <laughs> I I don't spend a lot of time over there. Yeah, um, me either. The Donald Seaside Breakfast, which is over at the uh, PCH yeah, Grill. That. Uh, that used to actually be Mickey. And now it's Donald. Surf's up with yeah. Mickey. Um, but uh, what I wanted to talk about were the specialty eats for Donald. Mm. They are Donald-inspired treats. I really like this cake. Uh, so cool. what, the picture you're looking at is not the cake. Oh. That is the donut. Oh. Well, I like the donut. Uh, so the first thing is the lemon blueberry bunt cake. Um, and I believe this is a Jolly Holiday Bakery. It is a lemon blueberry bunt cake filled with lemon curd and blueberry jam finished with blue lemon glaze and whipped cream. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, but this is what I want right here. So this is over at Schmoozies in California Adventure, which is pretty much right by uh, PhilharMagic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the lemon blueberry magic it is a flaky donut, which is oh, probably the size of Brian's head. It's huge. Really? <laughs> Are you saying really about me saying your head is huge? No. I'm saying is it really that big? <laughs> it's pretty Not dang big. Not my head. <laughs> Sean likes to say that I have a big cranium because as a kid, I did. <laughs> I didn't know if your really was like really. I just wanted is it like really a Big donut? So it's probably like this big. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So maybe not the full size of Brian's head. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> we 
least I call people by the right ages. <laughs> but it's huge. Uh, it's a flaky donut with lemon blueberry filling topped with colored icings, whipped cream, and chocolate decorations. And uh, it's it's Donald's butt. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. It's Donald's butt on a donut. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Um, it's got the it's got a white chocolate, well, just a chocolate. I don't know if it's white chocolate. It's a sorcerer hat. Yeah. Um, apparently, at the end of Mickey's Philharmagic, Donald Donald's butt is somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is referencing. Uh, so that looks delicious. Yeah. Even though it's it Donald's does. butt. <laughs> um, and apparently, it's the size of my gigantic head. <laughs> At least I don't call it Don Quixote. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this giant head holds a little bit more knowledge. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Quixote. <laughs> I still think about that and laugh. Yeah, so do other people that tell me all the time. So thank you. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Donald so, Foods. Yeah, so that was it. Enjoy them. Enjoy Tell me how them. they are. I will. Um, <laughs> I guess that's true. You will. Uh, Make so, sure you bring me back a donut the size of my head. <laughs> I'll eat it. I'm not bringing it back. No, fine. Jerk. It'd probably be disgusting. It's it still. probably would be. Uh, so we talked about a new show coming to DCA called Tale, The Tale of the Lion King, where it's done by... Actors, yeah, uh, live actors, and it's through storytelling and music. Um, it looks really cool. I don't think this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Really? So it's outside. Um, I think it's just outside of. Um, it's like where you'd watch World of Color. Just right outside of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um. So basically. It's, uh, they tell the Lion King in a imaginative and unique way. Uh, it says the lead narrator, Mwangazo, which is Swahili for guide, leads a troupe of 18 performers called the Storytellers of the Pride Lands in this adaptation. The performance is presented in a contemporary story theater style that retells the tale through language, song, and dance. Um... It looks pretty awesome. Um, I saw a little clip, which you can see on the um, Disney Parks blog, and uh, looks pretty cool. So yeah, I'll have to watch that later. Uh, it sounds like a lot of people are really enjoying it. Uh, so if you're going to be there, check it out. Let us know how it is. Um, I do want to skip ahead because oh. there's something related to this. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just pulled up the next tab, and now you're going to change it up. So as of June 7th, people have been spotting these Lion King drum popcorn buckets. Ooh, those are cool. And they are awesome. Those are really cool. Um, it just looks like a, a African drum. Uh, it's got a lion on one side and a sun on the other, and it looks like it's just got African carvings in it. And then the uh, lanyard is pretty cool that comes with it. Why did we get this lion face when we could have had the outline of Simba that Rafiki draws? I would rather have that. Yeah, probably. Oh, well. 
<laughs> is what it is. What are now. you gonna do? <laughs> buy one. Uh, so these or have somebody buy me one. I don't know. Are eighteen ninety nine, and while supplies last, there's cotton candy inside, even though it's a popcorn bucket. There is. Yeah, it says although. Disney advertised this as a novelty popcorn bucket. We found it serving cotton candy inside. Boo. <laughs> lion King drum bucket features really intricate carvings, including one of a lion, of course. Yes. So it's very African looking, as it should be. <laughs> um, and uh, it's awesome. And under 20 bucks. There you go. Which is pretty nice. You can't go wrong with that. All right. Disneyland forever. It's back. It is back. Once again. Um, so, if I remember right, this debuted for the 60th yeah. anniversary. Did they have the... Projections? Projection mapping then? I don't then? think so. I don't feel like they had that then. Uh, but they do now. And for the picture that I'm seeing, it looks fantastic. Yeah. I love that projection mapping. Something it's about awesome. that is so cool. Well, it really adds, like... It brings the whole street to life. Like, yeah. it's not just fireworks anymore. You need... My favorite spot to watch the fireworks, even before they started this projection mapping, uh, was at the end of Main Street at the train station, sitting uh, yeah. up on top by the by the train station. Um and being able to look down Main Street and just see the whole thing come oh, to life. Yeah. If you can't be in the middle of Main Street to really see it, that's a good place to be. Yeah. You don't really want to be in the hub anymore. No. You don't see as much. Yeah. Um, I know they do some stuff on the castle. Yeah, but... But being on Main Street... And with being all those, that close to it and everything. It's really cool. Um, but if you can't even see it on Main Street, they do have the show going on at Small World, Rivers of America... And I think that's it. Yeah. Right? Uh, but, yeah, they're, you can see it pretty much from <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Um, so go check that out because it it's happening. And I'm sure it's limited time. So. Mickey's Mix Magic is gone, and uh, Disneyland Forever is here. That's cool. So, all right. Um, oops. Oopie doopies. So, hoopie doopies. Hoopie doopies. <laughs> so, uh, they released an article about Batu and the dress code for the planet. Uh, so, it's basically the same dress code as the rest of the park. If you're not under four, no, 14. under 14. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, if you're 14 or younger, you can dress up however you want, right? You can be in full costume. I've I've seen pictures of, like, a little kid in a Darth Vader outfit, mm-hmm. which I feel like would be so hot. Oh, yeah. But uh, he was doing it. Um, so basically, what is acceptable is Disney bounding. If you guys don't know what Disney bounding is, it is pretty much just dressing... To reference a character, it's not necessarily dressing up as a character, but basically an example would be Disney bounding as C-3PO. Girl might wear a golden dress, you know, with golden ears or something. I don't and know. walk around robotically. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose your head. Yeah, don't do that. And put it on the wrong way. Um... 
So that's how you Disney band. Or I can't. Oh, KawaiianPizzaApparel.com. Mm. They've sponsored a prize on our show yeah. before. They have really good Disney bounding shirts. Well, these people that are pictured on this Disney Parks blog article, um, I feel like they almost dressed up. They're close. They're pretty close to dressing up, but they didn't. Like yeah. It's super, like, looks dressed up, but. Yeah. So it says you can do Disney bounding and you can do Batuan attire, which is wearing outfits inspired by the villagers of Batu, which is muted tones, vests, layers, etc. So. Um, what you can't do is, oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy in the full, like, armor. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Who would even try to go to the park? Like that? Dressed up like that. So, um. That's hot enough indoors. Why would you want to go out in the sun? You can't wear full character costumes. So. So don't dress like Chewy. Don't dress like Chewy. Don't dress like an Imperial Guard. Stormtrooper. Don't dress like a stormtrooper, a rebel pilot. You can't do it. You can buy costumes in Batu, but you can't wear them. You can't wear them, but they have unless you're 14 or under. They have legit costumes for sale. Um, Legit Jedi robes. Mm -hmm. They are awesome, but you can't wear them in Batu. Yeah, wait until you leave. Um, You also can't use masks, face paint, headwear. Well, elaborate headwear. Blasters or holsters. Lightsabers are allowed, though. Um, And you can't use hard items such as body armor, helmets, or knee pads. And you cannot wear robes or military-style attire. There's quite a few reasons for this. Uh, A lot... (laughs) What? I just read one of the comments on the page. (laughs) It just made me laugh. Somebody said, what about Princess Leia's bikini? (laughs) If you feel comfortable enough wearing that, <laughs> so probably I, not going to go by Disney, but go ahead. I think, obviously, there's safety issues yeah. because a lot of the Jedi robes and whatnot drag on the ground. Yeah, they're long and, and you drag. can trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so safety concerns. Also, everybody is dressed. All the cast members are dressed the part. So if we're all dressed the part, it's going to be hard to locate yeah. the cast members. Um, and those are people you want to be able to locate, especially in cases of an emergency or if you have questions, you'll want these people and it will be hard to find them yeah. if everybody is dressed just like they are. So I think it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just be aware of that before you head on to your trip to Batu or Batu, depending on how you want to say it. Um, <coughs> all right, sweet. So I just wanted to go over seasonal offerings. Yeah. We can even take turns. I'm previewing this one at the Cozy Cone right now. Yes. It doesn't look like all the cones have seasonal no, offerings, no. just a few of them. So uh, Cozy Cone, over at Cozy Cone number one, I have to try this. Uh, oh, it seasonal, sounds so good. <laughs> their seasonal item is Sally's Summer Churro. Um, and it is rolled in graham cracker sugar, topped with strawberry sauce and cream cheese icing. Oh, man. It looks so that good. That sounds amazing. Um, I hear that it's very sticky. <laughs> I can <laughs> imagine it would be with the strawberry sauce and everything. So there's that. And then Cozy oh, Cone 3. Cone 3 would be my 
go to. I can't do. That. I try. I try. I try and like buffalo every now and then. Oh, I love it. There's two things in this world I want to like, but I do not. Buffalo sauce and avocados. And every so often, both of those I, are amazing. Every so often, I'll try it to hopefully, you know, the, hopefully like this it. This is my jam right here. But this is the Red's hot chicken cone. Uh, so it'll have spicy buffalo chicken, creamy ranch dressing, carrots, celery, and topped with a crumbled blue I cheese. Need this in my life. <laughs> I think that sounds awesome. Oh, it sounds so good. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of those <laughs> meal cones anyway. Oh, yeah. But this is... I think I had the bacon mac and cheese one. The bacon mac that's, is really good. That's good. Um, I've also had a chili verde cone. That would be good. That was really good. <laughs> but this sounds like it's probably going to be my favorite yeah. cone ever. I, I love blue wish cheese. Keep that. I love ranch dressing. I love chicken. I just can't get into buffalo. Yeah. Um, and then over at Cozy Cone number five. That's another one I'm going to like. Oh, yeah. So... They have buttered corn on the cob. Isn't it called like elote? Mm-hmm. Corn. I love elote. So this is uh, brushed with spicy lime mayo, which sounds awesome. Yeah. And you can get one of three flavors, or you can buy all three. Uh, but you get them rolled in your choice of cotilla. Which is standard. It's standard. That's a standard Mexican elote. cheese, yeah. essentially. Um, you can have it rolled in cheese puffs. I hope it like crumbs it's crushed. Of, it's crushed. Yeah, and it looks good. Uh, and which is Cheetos. And, and the other one is the spicy cheese puffs, flaming hot Cheetos. Flamin hot Cheetos. So these are crushed up and it's rolled. In. Oh, I would love to try that with the so flaming hot Cheetos. Um, mm. And then I just wanted to give a tip because I did not know about this until I was there last June mm-hmm. to July. They have flavored popcorn. So when I was in Tokyo, the big thing there is the flavored popcorn. Yeah. I'm like, man, why doesn't Disneyland do this? They kind of do. But they don't have the one I want to try. Garlic shrimp. Yes. So good. But anyway, you can get flavored popcorn here, and they really flavor it. Um, you can do your choice of butter popcorn. I can get that anywhere. Uh, But they have dill pickle. Mmm. Buffalo Ranch, mm. White Cheddar, mm. Sriracha, <laughs> Pizza, or Garlic Parmesan. And I've had the Garlic Parmesan. Really good. Um, but I love good. White Cheddar Popcorn. I, I would love to try this Sriracha Popcorn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just a little tip. Mm. If you're Sounds looking for good. a different flavor of popcorn, go to Cozy Cone number five. That's where you're going to get your corn. <laughs> corn. I need to get to the mint julep bar. Why don't you tell us about the seasonal ah. offerings at the mint julep bar? All I know is I need to go. <laughs> this uh, Oh, man. I know. Oh. I know. I'm excited. Oh, oh, I will oh. let you know. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I have a lot of um, eating to do. <laughs> the, this first one... Um, probably not my favorite. It sounds good. I'd like to try I it. I think it sounds awesome. Um, but butterscotch beignets sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be good. Um, not what I <laughs> am re- really raving about right now, though. A summer or two ago, Chick-fil-A restaurants did a watermelon mint lemonade, uh, and it was 
unbelievable. I it was so good. I loved it. And now, <laughs> seasonally, unfortunately, in a season I'm not going to be there for, they're doing a watermelon mint julep. Oh, yeah. I need one of these, but I'm not going to be able to get one. And it's garnished with fresh watermelon. Oh. Right? Sounds oh so good. Gosh. That um, is awesome. Yeah. I'm glad so. I got the short one, but that sounds really good. <laughs> well, I've got a shorter one for you. Oh, uh, so you over go. at the Pacific Wharf Cafe, um, this, the only seasonal thing that they have there for the summer is the seasonal bread pudding. I've never had bread pudding. I love, 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 love bread pudding. Uh, but this one, I don't know if I would like. No, this one sounds great. But it is a warm lemon and wild blueberry bread pudding with a lemon cream cheese filling served with a lemon creme anglaise. Well done. Topped with whipped cream, blueberries, and a sprig of mint. Oh, this sounds good. I've never had bread pudding, but I would try this. Bread pudding is the bomb.net. It so is so good. Why don't you think you would like this one? I don't like lemon like pastry. Really? I like lemon bars. Uh-huh. But I don't like lemon cookies. Like cake? I don't like lemon cake. Well, apparently I am not going to be able to make my latest Dutch oven cobbler concoction for you that is a lemon cake with blueberry. Yeah. So. I, well, here's the thing. Our mother makes cupcakes, right? Mm. She made a lemon blueberry cupcake. Mm. Well, it was a blueberry lemonade cupcake, and it was so good. Yeah. So I loved that one. Uh-huh. So I guess it just depends. I guess, Yeah. Because that sounds pretty lemon pastry like yeah. to me. So I guess it just depends. But yeah. Nice. And then finally, over at the Hungry Bear restaurant, we've got one more seasonal offering, and that is their seasonal funnel cake. It's going to be topped with a chocolate hazelnut spread, mm. Nutella, whipped cream, mm. and espresso chip <laughs> ice cream. I will take a hard pass on this one. A, I, love, I don't like Nutella. I love Nutella. B, I don't like the taste of coffee. And that espresso chip ice cream is going to taste like coffee. I love Nutella. I, love I don't so like much. Nutella. I don't get all the hubbub <laughs> about Nutella. Um, you guys get out. keep your Nutella get and out. leave me alone. Just give me the plain funnel cake with the, Terrible. the powdered sugar because I don't want that. Boo. If you guys like Nutella... Let me know. If you think Brian's wrong, let me know. If you think so Brian, either way, let me know. Or let Sean well, know. That was the same thing. Yeah. If you like Nutella, if you think yeah. Brian's wrong, email me. If you think Brian's right and you don't like Nutella, email him. Yeah. I'm we'll not going to get any emails. We'll see who gets... We should put a poll on our Facebook. Oh, who yeah. likes Nutella and who doesn't? Oh, yeah. So uh, Team Brian or Team Sean? Nutella or not Nutella? Let us know. Uh, but yeah, that is it. That's all we got for you guys today. Nice. I wanted to uh, I'm let really you guys excited know the for seasonal all those stuff. seasonal things except that last one. Yeah. And that's the one I get stuck reading. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Hopefully, uh, you find it useful, entertaining, enjoyable. Um, if you like the episode, or even if you don't, please share it with those that might enjoy it. 
um, as well as subscribing or leaving a review. We would love for you to do that. If you haven't already, you can do so, hopefully, on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. Uh, again, we are on social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street, Twitter at W-O-T main street, and on Instagram at word on the main street. Uh, we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for our theme song. Thank you, Bryce. He does music under the name of Delta Theory, so go check him out on all music streaming platforms. Again, that's Delta Theory. And, of course, we want to thank Colby Lords for doing our social media. Uh, but thank you guys again for taking the time out of your day, out of your week, to listen to this episode of Word on the Main Street. Please join us every Wednesday to hear the new word on the Main Street. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.